0: Hello. This is binge or purge streaming reviews. I am your host, Demo. My co-host is Joe Taylor. Thanks for listening. This is episode
1: thirteen. Lucky number thirteen. Baker's dozen. Oh, now it really is. Now a baker's it really Zone. is a baker's dozen. Yeah, that's a uh, a running joke from uh, from last episode. Um, how you doing, man? You good? I'm all right. Okay. I'm here. I'm glad you're here.
0: Yeah. All right. I didn't have a choice. We've decided we're doing these. So yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I guess
1: we're going to just keep doing them for a while. So Yep. Um, there is no escape. <laughs> so let me start off is, is there anything you want to say? Any like, you know, anything you want to get off your chest? Maybe like an apology or anything? No apology. Okay. One one validation.
0: Okay. You know how much I love uh Love Death and Robots, okay. the adult animated series that you pish-poshed. Mhm. Picked up for season 2 this week. Thank you very much. Okay, great. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm just saying, you know, Love, Death, and Robots coming back.
1: I'm excited. Okay, good. Good for you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm sure it, well, it must be popular if it's coming back. So yeah, not popular with me, but well, that's all right. I thought maybe you might have an apology to make because now we don't want to necessarily pull back the curtain on how we make this podcast, but let's just say that two episodes ago, we recorded it more than once. yes. More than twice. Yes. And three times, three times, to be exact. Now, the first two times you were going to review Always Be My Maybe. Yeah. We ended up cutting it. Right. The first two times I asked you if it was actually called Always Be My Baby mm-hmm. because that's the name of a Mariah Carey song. Yes. Because I thought that was a funny joke. I'm sure that's what they were referencing, right? Well, I made the joke twice. I opted out the third time because I don't think you didn't like it. And so (laughs) I cut it. Then I finally watched it. What song plays during the end credits of that movie? Always be
0: my maybe, baby, maybe, baby, boo, boo, doo, boo. I don't know that song. I don't, I know zero Mariah Carey songs.
1: I don't believe that for a second.
0: By the way, if, if, this is when my Netflix goes, let's watch something else. And I probably just left it. So I probably didn't
1: even watch all the credits. Oh, okay. Well, the Mariah Carey song that I was referencing that you were like, what? Why would that? That is like the song over the end credits. Congratulations. Thank you. Look, Apology at, Proved right. Po- yeah,
0: I was wrong. <laughs> I like, like I said, I make no claims to knowing anything about Mariah Carey. And I have a lot of pride in that. Okay,
1: fine. Um... All right, and then also I wanted to mention Keanu Reeves. I've heard a lot of people talking about how great Keanu Reeves, how funny he is. He was fine. It didn't steal the movie for me. You didn't think it was like you know a nice little treat? I thought it was right. Sure, it was a nice little treat. Okay, but it wasn't like um, it wasn't like Tom Cruise in uh, Tropic Tropic Thunder. Thunder. It wasn't like that. No, it was. It was good. It's a good movie. I know you already reviewed it. But you did You did enjoy it? I enjoyed everything about it except one thing. The human hat rack. Cardboard cutout. Worst actor of the year. Randall Park. Took me out of it. Every time he spoke, I was like, wake up, dude. He was just <laughs> like a weekend at Bernie's. He's not funny. He's a terrible actor. He just delivers lines like he's a stand-in. I, I couldn't stand him. Wow, that would sink the movie. Then you must have really loved Ali Wong to think it was good enough. Then I did, and he he was okay. The script was great. Um, you know, like you said, it didn't really re- reinvent the wheel. But I watched him, and I was like, he reminded me of me when I've been forced to act in things, and I watched myself, and I'm like, is Ooh. this guy have a pulse? I've seen you act. Yeah, yeah. If, if me and Randall Park auditioned for the same role. <laughs> Hey, I might have a shot. That's all I'm saying. Um, anyway, it's a good movie. You're right about um, Binge. Now, one other reflection I wanted to bring up. I, you know, I listened to Adam Carolla quite a bit. They were talking about Netflix movies today. It kind of just came up randomly. They talked about a movie that I'm going to talk about later, but they also talked about Wine Country and um, his sidekick guy, Bald Brian, uh, gave Wine Country the exact same verbatim review that i gave it a few weeks ago do you remember that i mean you mean our review yeah we both had the same we both had the same review do you remember what that three-word review was uh
0: not offhand tell me piece of shit yeah yeah that's what he said too well it is a piece of shit yeah it's completely disappointing nothing of a movie with good talent doing nothing yep all because of a
1: nothing script so it's nice to hear ourselves validated out there in the universe right anyway so we're uh we're on to something we've yeah. got we've got our finger on the pulse of the um what'd you say the zeitgeist The zeitgeist that's yeah, yeah it's my favorite word I have no idea what also, it means. also but... esoteric mm. I guess zeitgeist
0: is esoteric for you, apparently yeah, okay that's... all right bust out your dictionary folks to get that one yeah. Can we get to a review here? Sure, why not? Cuz I mean, I'm this is I think we're losing it here. Let's get let's get to the point. Sure, All right. I'm sure. going to start. Go for it. Okay. My first review this week is The Act on Hulu. Never heard of it. Well, you're going to hear about it now. Okay. So shut up. <laughs> this thing came to me recommended by several people. Five or six different people said, "Got to see The Act." It's eight episodes ranging around 48 to 60 minutes each. So it's just a little under eight hours of screen time. It stars Patricia Arquette, Joey King, Chloe Sevigny, Anna-Sophia Robb, and a uh, a little uh, cameo by Juliette Lewis. Don't forget Callum Worthy as the mentally deranged boyfriend. It's based on a true story, a true event that happened around 2015. Well, it takes place before that, but the it opens in 2015, and it's about Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Anything? Nothing. I'm listening. Okay. Well, I did tell you to shut up. <laughs> I'm actually going to read it because it's complicated. So I'm going to. I'm so I don't mess it up. Munchausen syndrome by proxy is a mental health problem in which a caregiver makes up or causes an illness or injury in a person under his or her care, such as a child or an elderly person. Okay. So here's the deal. Patricia Arquette is the mom. Her name is Dee Dee. She's an overprotective mother, to say the least.
1: She's good. We talked about her a couple weeks ago.
0: Yes, she had just finished shooting Escape at Danamora and then went on to do the act. Okay. So she's, she's crushing it right now with, like, sad sack people. Gypsy is the girl that is apparently in a wheelchair and has a feeding tube and is sick all the time to the point where it's completely damaging this child. It's a form of child abuse because there's nothing wrong with this girl.
1: She's fine. It's insane. What is the act? It it alludes to something big happening. What can you say? What that is? The act is
0: they're putting on an act. The whole thing is an act. Oh,
1: it's not like like an instance. It's I a,
0: thought I that's funny because I thought it was going to be this event, the act. Yeah. But it, no, it's them putting on an act. I see. This whole time they're scamming the world, thinking you know she has all these health problems. And, you know, people have sympathy for her, so they send money to help Gypsy with all her health issues. Dee Dee gets awarded Mother of the Year for how she's taking care of Gypsy, and it's all bullshit. The problem is, this show is too long at eight episodes. If it had just been five to six episodes, I would say this is a fantastic show, as it is, it wears out its welcome. It loses its momentum. You know where it's going by the way the story has set itself up. And you're like, just get there. Now, in its defense, it was released weekly. And I think if you did watch it weekly, it wouldn't be such a downer. But I watched it in three days. And it it was a bit of a slog to get to the end. By the middle, I was like, can we wrap this up? And I was like, oh, man, I got four more episodes. But the performances are strong enough. The concept is good enough for me to say it's a binge. A light binge. It's a light binge. Okay. If you really want to, like, you know, I want something depressing and disturbing, by all means, go for it. Okay. I, I don't know. I'm probably not going to see. I know you're not going to watch it. FYI. There is also a really good HBO documentary from 2017 about this called "Mommy Dead and Dearest" that is streaming for free on YouTube.
1: All right, well, I'm I'm out. But Demos says binge act right. on Hulu. Yep, eight episode miniseries on Hulu. Okay, I talked a few weeks ago. I was excited for Absentia season two to come out. Yes, it, it's now out. Great. It's ten episodes. They are uh, about an hour long. It's a it's a commitment. It sort of stands alone from season one. I mean, season one kind of wrapped up. Season two sort of goes down a different storyline. It's less weird than season one. There was kind of some icky stuff in season one. that was like, eh. Season two is a little more watchable, a little more mainstream. It did not meet my expectations. You're let down. It wasn't riveting. The first one, it was like, "What is you going on?" You truly liked the first season. Yeah, it was you, really. You
0: said you liked the mystery elements of it.
1: Yeah, this one had some of that, but it also had more like Law and Order. I mean, I feel like of the ten hours, about three hours were different law enforcement agencies arguing about who had jurisdiction, uh-huh. that type of stuff. Oh man, I hate that stuff. So it got a little bit too procedural. It was fine. Uh, this guy, Neil Jackson, that plays her brother, um, he's very good. Now, Stana Kadic, yeah, who you knew before from Castle, which yes. I've never seen five seconds of. Right. I don't even know when it's on. It's on between Monk and Mad About You reruns it, it, or something. It, it, it's gone. It was on ABC. It got canceled a few years ago. Okay. You don't have to worry about it, I I won't. Um, Stana Caddick is great. And I know it's not cool to, like, talk about how people look and stuff, especially when you have looks like Ryan Gosling, like me. It's not cool to, like, Mm -hmm. comment on. She's so skinny and emaciated that it's a little distracting at times. She's probably 5'7 and weighs 62 pounds. You think she looks thinner than season one? Yeah. And what they do is they cake on this, like, orange face paint, and then they put more eyeliner on her than chip and joanna gaines combined mm. she's just i mean if you went to a face painting booth and you were like how much is it for the tiger they'd be like four dollars and if you were like uh how much for the stanic they'd be like six dollars because there's a lot more material <laughs> so she's just really emaciated in it, and it's a little bit distracting but it's too bad she's also like eastern european or something so maybe that's just Maybe they're just built differently. She's she's very slender.
0: She is from Canada, and her parents are Serbian.
1: But she's a great actress.
0: But think about this. I mean, you look heavier on camera. Imagine what she looks in real life. Then. Good point.
1: Yikes. So I don't know. Maybe that's not cool to even comment on.
0: Yeah, probably not.
1: If you like season one, season two's okay. So it's a binge. It's another light binge. Are we light binging all day today here? I'll say this because you know we talk about four shows. Every week, roughly, sometimes yeah. a little more, a little less. Um, watch something else. Okay. Besides this. All right. I'm going to say Purge. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Just Good. Just watch something else. All right. But you're still
0: standing by binging season one of Absentia and purging season two because you got better things to do.
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay. Cool. Okay. All um, right. Oh, we have a sponsor again oh. today. Woo, exciting. Now, you may notice I'm wearing glasses. You are. Now, you haven't seen me wear these before because they're new. Oh. These are from our sponsor, Eyeways. Go ahead and check those out. I'm handing these to Demo.
0: I am now putting the glasses in my hands. Now, they're they're pretty nice. These are nice frames.
1: Yeah, nice frames. And Um, they have lenses, too. And they have lenses. Wow. They've got a nice little black to white fade on them. They're, you know, the hinges are good. They're, they're nice. They're better than anything you could get from a lot of these cheap, like Zenny and some of these cheap uh, online places. Iways.com is our sponsor. You can use promo code Binge or Purge, get five dollars off. Now, ask me how much these were. Joe, how much were those glasses? Sorry, what I meant to say was guess how much these were. One hundred and twenty. No, they were less than that. Sixty. No, now you're just messing with me. They're $99. I guess I could have just said that. You could have said 99 bucks, and we could have moved on here. Yeah. They're 99 bucks. Now, it gets better because you wear glasses. I do. Do you have prescription sunglasses? I don't. So if it's sunny out, you're I'm screwed. in pain. Yeah. Do you wear contacts?
0: I used to. I can't anymore because now I'm losing my nearsightedness. It's a whole age thing. So oh, yeah. I'm constantly having to take off my glasses to read anything that's like a foot in front of me. It's terrible. I can't see shit in any way now. Okay. With glasses, <laughs> without glasses, I'm blind. Okay. Well, that's not good. I know. I do need like, I need progressives as oh, they call yeah. them. You need progressive yeah. lenses. Even if I
1: got LASIK now, I would still need glasses. Well, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, you need those those big black Stevie Wonder glasses? Is that the kind that you need?
0: No, I need the kind that are like, you know, I, I look down and I can I know, see. I know, I know
1: you are. Ah, this is boring. Okay,
0: <laughs> so We're talking about this is awful. This is
1: terrible. Let's okay. go. Here, here's my point. So when it's sunny out, I wear contacts because that means I can wear sunglasses in sure. the car. Now, if it happens to be sunny out and I'm wearing these. Ooh. Done. Wow tell people what i just did he just like clipped
0: on and they don't look like dad clip ons no they look like they fit just right you yeah. know you, and it's not the thing where you're going to flip up you know how dad would be like oh flip them up like the nerds
1: or jose canseco whatever, whatever. Yeah. yeah
0: that's not this these just these just clipped right on they're top they're magnetic oh they're magnetic they yeah. fit
1: perfect those look good now that's these great. were 99 bucks with prescription now i have i have a very simple prescription if if you got progressives they'd be a little bit more but right um, and then how much were the uh, shade additions there? Came, no, all inclusive. Oh, ooh, inclusive. Yeah. Whoa. Now these are new. They've got several different styles. But anyway, this is the longest ad I think we've ever done. But if you go to iways.com, use promo code binge or purge, get five bucks off. Um, complete glasses starting at $59 and they're really good quality. Yeah. So, they look
0: good, man. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Should I wear these the rest of the time? You can take those off now.
1: All right. Yeah. Um, anyway, It's not
0: sunny in here. Thanks to our sponsor, iWays.com. Okay, moving on. All right. Um, back to me, please. Back to you, yes, now, please. Now, sticking with the theme of extreme isolation conditions between a mother and her daughter, I have I Am Mother. It's a Netflix movie. It's 153 minutes. It's one hour, 53 minutes. It stars Clara Ruggard, Hillary Swank, and the voice of Rose Byrne as the mama robot. It's a sci-fi movie. Once again, like it's a mother-daughter relationship. And the mother is the robot. The that... mother is the robot. The daughter is a human that the robot raised as an embryo. It's a post-apocalyptic sci-fi thriller and it's boring. Really? <laughs> I know you just I watched just it. Just watched it. And I thought it was dullsville, man. Okay. It's well made, it looks good, but 95% of it takes place in this bunker. Yep. And there's literally what? Three humans, two humans, and I mean, it's, there's no cast. And it doesn't go anywhere for me, man. It's one of those movies I kept. Oh well, it's gonna, it's gonna get, it's gonna kick in. I'm waiting for it to kick in, and then it never kicked in for me. Like I said, it looks great. The money's there. The production value is there. But man, boring. Malfunction. Malfunction. Danger. Boring. Boring. He's boring. doing the robot. I'm doing the robot.
1: Boring. Boring. Um, okay. Well, I'll give you this. It's it's long. It's an hour and fifty three minutes, and it feels it feels longer than that, man. That was one long... of those.
0: I was pressing the pause button, going, "How much longer? Look at my gr- the red line." And I'm like, "The red line ain't even halfway."
1: Yeah, I I liked it. I mean, I generally like stuff that's small cast in single locations. Maybe I think like a independent filmmaker, right? Too much, um, and I'm like, "Get outside.
0: Let's go somewhere new." I get it. I get it. Now, yeah. It's funny enough, this screenplay was on the blacklist for a couple years. Oh really? Yeah. So it had been in development for a while and obviously it was popular enough on the blacklist that it finally got produced.
1: Well, I think it went through Sundance and it, got bought. It by did good.
0: It went through Sundance
1: and got bought by Netflix. I I thought it was good. One thing that threw me a little bit is you know, like you said, Rose Byrne does the voice of the robot mother. Yes. Why? Why do you need Rose Byrne? I have no idea. Any actress in Hollywood would have done that one day voiceover job for like a thousand bucks. Yep. I was available. So And I don't it know. wasn't
0: like like, oh wow, Rose Byrne. I totally recognize I mean I had no idea it was her until the credits rolled. I was like, okay, there wasn't anything distinctive about it. Not only that, she's Australian. Like, so she we need we need an Australian to do an American voiceover. Huh? Just get an American. I don't know. I mean, I'm saying it, it's it's a it's not that big a deal. It's that you need yeah. Rose Byrne. Like you, you don't need you don't need a name for this. My God, use Siri for God's sake. Yeah. Use Alexa. It's right. Like I she, mean, it's
1: not like she's Will Arnett or Kristen Chenoweth or like a recognizable. Right. Voice. She's
0: not a recognize. She doesn't have a distinct.
1: Yeah. Cadence. Yeah. I mean, she was fine. It worked. Yeah, it's fine. I. I liked it. It was a little bit long. I mean, I watched it in two days, which is not a great sign for a movie to pause it halfway through and go to bed and watch the rest of it the next day.
0: Um, I watched it in twenty minutes. Just fast. No, forward. no, oh, I, I did. I'm, I'm kidding. Oh, today I, you did. I did watch the whole thing. I did watch it. I didn't. Uh, I didn't skip around. I, by the way, I never skip around. Like if I'm reviewing no. something, I watch the whole goddamn
1: thing. Okay. Yeah. I. Because um, I have integrity. I know you do. And now the only thing I've skipped around on is is garbage like Good Omens where I just couldn't watch all of them. Those were fireworks, people. Oh, yeah. Um, there's fireworks just about every night in my neighborhood. That's great. Hey, it's almost 4th of July. It is. Leave it in. <laughs> I guess you're right. Uh, so I am Mother...
0: You you say purge. I say purge. It's just not worth your time. Not bad, but not good enough where I'm saying, hey, you know, spend your hour and 53 minutes on this. It's like absentia season two. Better things to do with your time. Yeah. The robot was really cool looking. The robot was good. And I forget the actor who portrayed
1: him. He's like a stunt man. Get, he had good physicality.
0: His name is Luke Hawker.
1: The girl was great, too. And obviously, Hilary Swank is, is good, so... I don't know. I I liked it. It's it was a little long. I used to work with Hilary Swank, by the way, when she
0: was on Beverly Hills 90210. Oh yeah. And um, she was okay, but she was kind of a pain in the ass to work with on a professional level because I remember she would get in arguments like the directors. She goes, "Do I really want to pour coffee here?" And they're like, "Just pour the damn coffee." Oh, that's not good. You know good. what I mean? And then, but guess what? Two years later, three years later, she's an Oscar winner. Years after that, she's a double Oscar winner. So, yeah. you know, props to her. I'm just saying her acting talent was stifled working on Beverly Hills 90210. Good to know. Yeah.
1: Okay, so now we've reached the uh, the final binge or purge of the evening. Oh, yes, please. Let's wrap this. Now, this is an interesting thing that I heard today. Uh, you know, Adam Sandler had like a six-picture deal with Netflix or eight yep. or something. One of which was The Ridiculous Six, possibly the worst movie ever made. Never saw it. Don't. Purge. The only thing I've seen is
0: the movie he did with David Spade, The Do-Over. Is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah. I watched half of that. <laughs> and you loved it. And Yeah, and that was it. I've I have not seen any of his stuff on Netflix other than that. And that, like I said, only half of
1: it. The David Spade movie I thought was okay. I liked it. I don't know if I would have, if we were reviewing it, I don't know if I would say binge or purge it. I I thought it was fine, especially on the heels of that awful, that ridiculous six was just so bad. Is that a Western? Yeah. Okay. But it's got Rob Schneider in it and and some other mistakes. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, I really liked his special, 100% Fresh. I thought it was awesome. Didn't see it. Serious? Yeah. I I think you would like it. It's It's kind of a... It's like if the old Adam Sandler, you know, from the late 90s. Right. Just grew up. But he kind of, he goes back to some of his roots with some of his goofiness and silliness. Is that the one where they shoot it in multiple locations? No. Like, no? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. Right. Oh, I did see that.
0: I okay. did see that. And he does yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. songs and yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. So his, his Netflix deal, as he progresses through it, and he must be getting close to the six movies now. Uh, It keeps getting better. Oh, and the Chris Rock The Week Of, where uh, they play the fathers of a bride and groom. Right. That was pretty good, too. Yeah, I watched the first five minutes, and my girlfriend was like,
0: nope, so I never got back to it. Oh, okay. So blame my girlfriend for that one.
1: Anyway, my point is, his movies continue to get better as he makes more Netflix movies. Now, there's a couple issues I had with this, so let's start with the things I didn't like. How about the name? Oh, I did that thing again where I didn't You even... did that thing again. I don't even know
0: who's in this other than Adam Sandler.
1: Yeah. No, there's no name and it's just him. Okay. No, this is called Murder Mystery. Thank you. It's Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston uh-huh. are the stars. Okay. And it's a Netflix original movie. Now, the opening scene is Adam Sandler and Eric Griffin. Eric Griffin is a comedic actor. I'm doing the um, air quotes. Yeah. He's a comedic actor. He plays one of the bosses on Workaholics. He is like, if you've ever been to a bad improv show, and, well, if you've ever been to an improv show, and you're like, why is everyone at a 10? Why is everyone trying to outact the scene? He's just so over the top. And I was like, oh boy, this isn't going to be good. Because it started off with him. and he goes away. I haven't seen much of his acting.
0: I have seen him do a lot of stand-up. And I think he's a really good stand-up. That's just me. Okay. I've seen him do stand-up several times, and he's killed. But I have not seen him act other than uh, the little acting that he did on um, I'm Dying Up Here, the Showtime show that we mentioned in episode one that got canceled. Okay. He was on that.
1: Well, he was a a bad omen that he was in the first scene, because I, I just think he's just over the top, just like... Like, hey, look, I'm comedic acting, you know, so I didn't like that. Anyway, he goes away. The, the title, again, is Murder Mystery. It is a murder mystery. It's basically murder on the Orient Express. Okay. They meet this European guy and they go uh, out on a boat cruise with a bunch of people. Slow down. Okay. What is
0: Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston's relationship
1: Oh, their husband and wife. Thank you. Sorry. Okay. You're gonna have to handhold me through some of this because yeah. I'm, I'm going. Uh, You're all small over the map. Big. You go over the map, man. <laughs> I'm going small to big. On right. the Details. They have a really good chemistry. They've done other stuff together. Sandler plays, I think, the perfect Sandler, which is a grown man. You know, he's probably fifty or something. Sure.
0: He's fifty-two.
1: But he has there's a there's some moments where he's genuinely funny, and it reminds you of Happy Gilmore Sandler. So he's good. Jennifer Anderson's great. It's cool. It definitely puts the mystery in murder mystery. It, it keeps you guessing. And it, it's fun. It's funny. It was just a lot of, it was cool. And they filmed it on this 190 foot yacht, which uh, called the Sarah star, mm-hmm. which is a real yacht, obviously. Right. And I like any movies that take place on boats or on the ocean. So good to know it's 97 minutes, which normally I would say is not a good sign. Uh, 97 minutes was perfect for this movie. It moved along. Now, the thing about Sandler, so The Ridiculous Six, like I said, was one of the worst movies. He has an interesting career trajectory. If you think back to like Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, then he started taking risks and experimenting. He did Punch Drunk Love. He did uh, Spanglish, which actually I think is really good. Then he did some more goofy stuff. And then he did his uh, stand-ups, even even his stand-up special... You don't see a lot of stand-up specials that have songs thrown in. He's very much uh, on his own track, I think. And I appreciate that he takes risks, even though it brings us things like The Ridiculous Six. Which, I mean, he just thought, hey, I'll do a comedy western. Which really hasn't been done very much. Seth MacFarlane tried it too, and it failed. Oh, I don't want to remember that movie. I, I can't...
0: I can't believe it. I forgot about that until you mentioned it right yeah. now. I don't even
1: want to know the name of it.
0: It's a million ways to die in the West.
1: Okay. Then we won't talk. But, but not since Blazing Saddles has there been a good comedy Western. Right. right. So, I mean, two really funny guys have tried it. It didn't work. But anyway, I, I love that Sandler is always willing to try... New stuff, and you know he probably doesn't care if it fails. He gets paid either way. Yeah, he's got that sweet deal. He does He just like put it out, churn it out. I mean, so like, it gives him some wiggle room to experiment. Yeah, and I like that he experiments. This this was definitely different than anything he's ever done, and in, in a good way. I thought it was great. It's and also I think it's rated PG thirteen. It was pretty clean, hmm. which was okay. a little surprising. But anyway, I definitely say binge. I thought this was a great movie, and it was good to see. appropriately you know middle-aged but some throwbacks to his old uh, early 20s goofiness came through and uh, it was a lot of fun so I would say murder mystery on Netflix binge great awesome I might actually check that out I won't but I might actually well I hope you do so let me recap real quick so the act eight episode uh, series on Hulu you say binge if you hate yourself yeah, I mean, if you're
0: into true crime, docudramas, and want to really, you know, depress yourself out to the point where you're like, oh my god, why am I watching this? Then
1: it's a binge! Okay, it's a weird review, but fine. Absentia Season 2, I kind of had a weird review too, which is, meh, yeah, Purge. I think you should watch something else instead of this 10 hours. Uh-huh. Uh, so thirdly, we had I Am Mother... A Netflix movie, although it wasn't a Netflix original, it was an independent film that got bought by Netflix. You're not going to see it anywhere else but Netflix, though. No, I don't think it ever made the theaters. No, I we had a split decision. I thought it was good, a little long, maybe, but it was interesting. It asked some kind of, you know, philosophical questions. You hated it. Yeah, just not enough there for me. It's not like I, I didn't hate it. I just it's just not
0: enough. Not enough. Not enough for my time. I need more for my sci-fi than like. One and a half locations. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I am mother binge or purge. I guess. Yeah. Whatever. This, this title of the show.
0: Binge or purge. Exactly. I'm saying binge. Oh wait a minute. I'm saying purge. Yeah. You're I'm confusing saying... me, Joe. <laughs> All right. Well, Don't make me think I like this.
1: Okay. I, I you know whatever it was fine. Um, and lastly, a uh, murder mystery, which is a Netflix original, part of their Sandler uh, overall deal. Now, one thing I forgot to mention about this. Now, Netflix does not release. Any data, usually. Over 31 million unique Netflix accounts. Over 31 million people watched this Friday, Saturday, Sunday when it came out. Wow.
0: It was 30,869,863 accounts to be exact. And that's globally, not domestically.
1: That's astonishing. 31 million people watched this thing in three days. Well,
0: 31 accounts... Is it really 31 million people? 31
1: accounts. I don't know how th- they would be different. I, mean, I see what you're saying. I don't know why someone would watch it on two different accounts. Why would you have two Netflix but accounts? But I'm saying,
0: well, I guess it is in its favor because if it's like four oh. people watching off of oh, one right. account, then it's like- That's true. It, that would still be even more people.
1: That's true. So I mean, you so and I could it, have watched it together.
0: Right. We could, And that means it's more than 31 oh, million wow. people are watching it. Yeah, you're right about that, right? right? I didn't
1: consider that. If you're
0: saying 31 million accounts
1: yes. looked at it, that means more than 31 million people saw it. You're right. And then you're looking at like a you know $500 million opening weekend if it had been in theaters. Right. But, but if
0: you put it in theaters, it's going to make like $10 million maybe, you know? Because no one's yeah. going to go to the theater to see this. But you put it on Netflix and it's like, oh, there it is. Let's watch.
1: I don't remember the last movie that Adam Sandler was in that was in theaters. Do you? Well, since he's had this Netflix
0: deal, nothing.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's all he does. He churns them out for for this guy. Yeah. You know? So,
0: hey, and he, its look, this is way better of a business deal for him. Because, like, he doesn't have to deal with anything that bombs. Like, oh, did you, Sandler's movie bombed again.
1: No, it didn't. Yeah. I mean, there's still the critic reception, which, you know, he's had some ups and downs with that. Actually, the critics didn't love Murder Mystery either. Shocker. Yeah. But, you know, I did. I thought it was good. I love that he's trying to make different movies every time. I mean, his his Netflix deal, none of these movies have been anything like another. So I like that. It's better than just churning out, you know, Paul Blart 3 or whatever. Right. That's a, uh, that's a binge. Great.
0: Any final thoughts this week? That, that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all we got. We're done. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to call it episode 13. We're moving on.
1: Let's come back for 14 next week. What do you say? Yeah. You guys come back for 14, please. We need you. So where can they find us? Thank you for asking that. Um, they can find us on Facebook at binge or purge um, on Twitter at binge or purge, Instagram at binge or purge podcast. Yes. Gmail us, you know? Yep. Uh, binge or purge podcast at Gmail. Uh, what's your phone number? 818- Don't forget
0: dot com. Oh yeah. Just in case anybody gets confused.com
1: Yeah ww.benjropurgepodcast at gmail dot com yeah, yeah. slash <laughs> gov. Get a hold of us. Oh and, and please um leave you know leave an iTunes review or we're on Stitcher, Google Play, listen note, you can find us. Obviously you've already found us if you're hearing this, so tell yeah. your friends, please. Tell Actually, your friends yeah. that this isn't terrible.
0: Yeah. Also thank you, Jess the Facts as always. You can follow Jess the facts at the Jessica Greer on Twitter. Yeah, thanks Jess. Thanks Demo. And thank you, Joe, and thank you our listeners. This has been Binge or Purge for Joe Taylor. My name is Demo. See you next time.